0: You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale Game. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. Hi, did gang. Did you mean to say game? Yes, I did. <laughs> game, gang, gang,
1: gang, gang. Because
0: I'm a big old nerd. And we're playing a role playing game today, gang. We are.
1: Yay. We're not just Ryan and Chloe today either.
0: Yeah, well, we are Ryan and Chloe, but also...
1: And not just Ryan and Chloe, you are Ryan and Chloe! We are not only Ryan and Chloe, perhaps, is what I should have said. (laughs) Just for Fairless. (laughs) Yeah. Our disembodied voices um, are joined by the disembodied voices of Andrew Lynch, returning guest, and Fairless Harvey, returning guest. Hello!
0: So, guess what we're gonna do today, y'all? What? What? We're gonna play a role-playing game. A live-play role-playing game. I... Wish I could say a Dungeons & Dragons game, because I'm (laughs) like that, and I'm good at Dungeons & Dragons, and I've played nothing but 5th Ed for, like, three years. Um, But no, that doesn't make any sense for Riverdale, um, because no orcs and no goblins and no uh, wizards (laughs) yet. No indeed. But um, Archie is infamous for its weird stuff. It's really weird stuff Um, all through history. Sabrina exists. So, um...
1: Sabrina does exist.
0: Taking inspiration from some of that weird stuff, I have leaned into a game of Call of Cthulhu. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you unfamiliar, it is a role-playing game based on the HP Lovecraft uh, mythos. Uh, Yeah, deep horror, uh, existential horror. And um, unlike Dungeons & Dragons, uh, for those of you who are familiar, um, this is not a story about extraordinary people doing extraordinary things. This is a story of boring normies (laughs) thrown into unspeakable horror situations. Um, it's a high mortality game and the core function is creeping insanity loss. Uh, so I thought it was a great fit for Riverdale. Mm. Yeah! 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 So we're gonna have a little adventure with these three players today in the town of Riverdale. Um, set on the day after, uh, approximately. Um, the events at the very end, uh, epilogue end of Riverdale season two, uh, in the missing summer, we are going to live our first day of summer school here at Riverdale High. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. the setup today. Wow. Um, meeting our, uh, meeting our characters, uh, at, in that delightful setting. So, um, maybe I should explain to these three, uh, what to do, because um, i played with Andrew, I've played with Feralith uh, in D&D, but I think this is new to you, right? I Cthulhu it. is new to me, yeah. I, I have a D&D
2: session tomorrow, I play on the regular, but right. Cthulhu is a, is a new one to me. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, me as well, I've never played. I'm uh, not going to be my
2: angry Catholic cleric, but that's okay.
3: I mean, you can be angry and Catholic if you want.
2: It's well, not too late. Dilton could be angry and Catholic. We don't Henry. know that he's not. He we is angry. We don't know that he's, he's not.
0: Angry. Why don't we take that segue to introduce who you will be playing today, Andrew Lynch? I'll be playing Dilton Doily. Uh,
2: the one from the show, though, which had to be clarified <laughs> to me a lot, because yes. I prepared, like, I was ready for the 1950s Dilton Doily. old oh, girls. To be fair, you were told Riverdale specifically. <laughs> I know, but, you know, I'm not Daniel no, Yang. Go. Gosh. it's okay. I'll be survivalist Dilton in this one with a normal voice. I'm not gonna do Daniel Yang's voice
0: because you'll, you'll note that survivalist Dilton can use a lot of guns. I did notice that. I assume he won't bring them to the first day of summer school, but that is an assumption. But I've said that this I'm in making. episodes
2: of the Riverdale Gang before. I'm still upset that Moose has not gone into Mr. Weatherby's <laughs> office. Mr. Weatherby says, Take a seat, and Moose goes, to, Thanks,
0: Mr. Weatherby, and walks out with a seat. Now that's that's all I want in my Riverdale. We're getting
3: yeah. season 3 so.
0: Maybe we can make your dreams come true, Andrew. Um also we have a guest bunny with us today, an actual rabbit in lieu of the um usual cats.
3: Yes. She's playing hot dog. Yeah. She won't meow. No, I'm mean, asking her to meow. <laughs>
0: And we also have furniture upstairs moving. Sorry. Such is life.
2: (laughs) It's
3: because my roommate's foot got run over by a car, so she's on
2: my office chair. Right. Is that what happens to every upstairs neighbor? (laughs) Uh... Yes. That's a really
1: unique question. <laughs> Did that happen to your upstairs neighbor?
2: Okay, Whose upstairs neighbor is not moving furniture every ten seconds? All the time. It's, no, it's just she's the ro-
3: rolling around on my computer chair. That's mm-hmm. nice. So, Faralith!
0: Hello. <laughs> uh, who are you going to be playing for Let's us see. today?
3: I'll be playing Midge Clump. Yeah! So, like, how do you know the writers of Archie Comics don't care about anyone but Betty and Veronica? Because there's Betty Cooper, Veronica Lodge, and Midge Clump. <laughs> <laughs> Ethel Muggs. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So I'm playing Midge Mm Clump. She had a rough uh, semester at school.
0: It's, yeah, what she made it to.
3: Yeah, well, you know how I feel about that if you're a regular Riverdale gang listener.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't
3: like it, writers.
0: Once again, maybe we'll have uh, room to make some of your dreams come true Stop
3: fridging women. Yep. Fridging? I don't know that term. Fridging.
0: We can microwave them.
3: We can microwave them.
0: Do you not know the term fridging?
3: I don't know the term fridging. Explain it.
0: Fairlift, would you like to take this one?
3: Uh, um, Fridging, a really good example would be Deadpool 2. Um, Mm. I'm about to spoil it, so cover your ears. Haven't seen it. Guess I'm getting it
1: spoiled. It's
2: the first ten
0: minutes.
1: (laughs) Can you think of another one? (laughs) I mean, it's been out for a very long time. No, think
3: of another one. I haven't seen it.
0: Spider-Man? spider
3: Uh, I don't care about Spider-Man. No, it has... Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, Spider-Man.
3: Okay. Fridging um, is when a... Female character is killed off specifically to motivate a male character. The woman is used as a prop um, and killed in a violent, horrible way, so the man has to avenge her death or better himself or do something,
0: Mm -hmm. and it's gross.
1: But who does... What? Who does Midge do that for?
0: Um for the plot the in plot, general like, I guess. just for the
1: plot okay yeah so she doesn't whoever even, the, ra- whoever doesn't the even black a court
2: hood character is. yeah because fridging I thought was specifically for a male character well
3: I mean um, not
2: just like in general like any time mm. a woman is killed doesn't mean she was fridged mm.
3: I think Moose's storyline now is jumping off
2: from that so. mm. yeah mm. see if that's the case then it would I mean it seems to be that it, seems. it's
3: really weird actually it seems to be from the trailer for season 3 have we all mm. seen that yeah that Moose um, I mean,
2: I haven't. I, no, I haven't. haven't. I didn't know it was out. Well, watch well, that after okay. after we record tonight. I just it tonight. seems <laughs> to be
3: the thing that Moose is doing in that trailer. Um, is it's like his girlfriend's sad. death gave him permission to do that, and I think that's gross. I think it's I think it's too soon. I don't mm-hmm. like it at all. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I hate it. Nor did he do that in the finale.
0: I mean, he's been making it with boys since... Well, one.
3: yeah. So, no, one, Moose is terrible, but two, like, I... oh, It's like he, he's sad um, for the sake of, like, uh, being an okay person, but he's... Literally, her death is just...
0: Redemptive sadness?
3: Redemptive for, sadness. For and Her death arc. is allowing him to do some other stuff. I don't like it. Yeah, anyway, I... I d- think I... Moose is
1: terrible.
3: He mm-hmm. cheats on his girlfriend on the regular.
0: Yeah, that... That yeah. is a thing. I
1: think he's just a closeted bisexual man. Does that
3: mean he can cheat on her?
1: Well, no, but I give him a bit more of a pass than someone who is perfectly allowed to do whatever they like at any time. Um,
0: Let's just have a a long discussion about that particular aspect of queer politics next episode. Okay. As they get to it on the show. Um, Who are you playing, Chloe?
1: I'm playing Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina Spellman!
0: Or, as she is known to everyone here, presumably, Sabrina that girl from Greendale.
1: Yes, I'm
3: Sabrina that <laughs> Girl from
1: Greendale.
2: So are you the Sabrina Christmas. from the upcoming Netflix Sabrina show, not
0: Melissa the Joan Hart? The
3: Adventures of Sabrina?
1: You know,
0: we haven't seen it yet, so that's a hard one. I just right? saw the
1: first poster today. It's coming out on uh, Halloween Friday.
0: Ooh. We have a show. Um... I think for I think for brevity, Chloe's going to wind up being whatever Sabrina Wikipedia has inspired her to be. Oh, so she uh,
2: gets to be the Wikipedia, but I have to be the show-tilted. <laughs> is well, because there
0: is no established she... precedent.
3: Andrew Lynch's life is so hard.
2: <laughs> it
0: is. Chemistry. Subtle variations. Um, um Let's explain I a bit about- I
1: imagine I'm a secret witch. Yeah. No one knows I'm a witch.
0: Well, you're loving ants and pets. Well, I mean, yes, Yes. I know. I also, I even
1: added uh, a detail to my character sheet that you didn't include.
0: I like how on her sheet it says mental disorder, witch. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Rude. Mental disorder is the most problematic component of the Cthulhu games, uh, as that problematic Lovecraft fellow was. Actually, not the most problematic aspect of Lovecraft. We do not talk about the orangutan. Anyway, um... Mm -hmm. The orangutan? Mental yep. disorder dead. I love that. Yes. Yeah, that is a mental
3: disorder. <laughs> it doesn't make my brain work right.
0: She suffers from dead. She needs a doctor. So um, let's give the players a quick introduction, and I'll cut out however much of this gets boring. Um, on, So we uh, have your characters, names, occupations. They're all students. None of them have college degrees. Uh, it's a very 1920s noir Veered game. <laughs> and then we have characteristics and roles. Mm-hmm. So these are your stats. Strength, dexterity, intelligence, constitution, appearance, power, uh size, sanity and education. Size. Yeah. So uh a few irregular ones. Um constitution is your your physical fortitude, appearance your appearance. Power mm-hmm. is your willpower. Ah, Green Lantern style. Yes, so your your force of will, your ability to maintain focus, uh, which is often in check here. I'm going to write will above pow. Yes, that that seems clear, doesn't I'm it? I'm going to draw <laughs> a little Green Lantern symbol. That's just so I know what that means. Then we have sanity. This is your baseline sanity. Uh, and education, baseline educational experience. Um, then we have a th- three things that we can check. Ideas, luck, or knowledge. Um... Basic... Oh, that's
1: like in um, Arkham Horror.
0: Yes, this is actually in the same family, in the same game family of Arkham cool. Horror. Um, oh, sorry,
1: what are Stra, Dex, and Int again? <laughs>
0: strength, Dexterity, and Intelligence. Thank
1: you. Yes.
0: So um, all of these are stats that can be used or rolled against. Um, the three in the far right, Idea, Luck, and Knowledge, are three things you can check. You can do this like a skill check. Um, w- would I be you know, lucky enough to notice something? Uh, If you, uh, would I have read something about this? I might do a knowledge check, uh, etc. These work on a basic 0 to 100, so you're trying to hit within the range written here. That number or lower. That also applies for all your investigator skills. Whenever you do, say, um, a medicine check to staunch the bleeding on someone, Mm -hmm. you would roll your D100 and... um, you would need to roll under the percentage uh, for that skill. Otherwise, that person bleeds out and dies. Cool. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I um, assume
1: this is my D one hundred.
0: Yes. You also need the D ten to go with that. You combine the powers. Yeah.
1: Oh, so I need this one. And so then I you know.
2: roll
0: them together, and this is ninety seven.
2: Yeah. And That's I how see, you so get that's two Ds. Two. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so that's, that's how all your skills work. That's how your general checks will work, uh, as well as any weapons checks. I've got a big old cheat sheet for if you get into any fights, the formulas for that. So if you want to do something, throw it at me and we'll figure out the math together. Okay. Um, for anyone who knows this game well, I am definitely simplifying. I know I'm doing that. Um, it is a lot of math. A lot Uh, of math. And Uh we're leaning into story first today. Um, The other things you need to know about, sanity points, magic points, and hit points. Your three stats. You will spend these. However, if you uh, hit zero, you start dying. If you hit zero hit points. If you hit zero magic points, you also go unconscious, and your brain starts seeping out or something. If you you hit zero sanity points, you just go insane. Is there any recovering from that, or...? Uh, yes, but it's not gentle. There's no cure wound spells uh, okay. in Call of Cthulhu. There is spend two weeks in a psychiatric facility for one or two points, kind of recharge. Um, if you get shot, for example, by a rifle, that is two d six plus four damage. If you have eight hit points, that might just kill you because a rifle shot might just kill you. And if you, oh. and if not, you'll recover <laughs> one or two points a week from rest. I see. Yeah. So don't get broken.
3: Okay. Yeah,
0: it, it, just like real life. Don't, yeah. Don't get broken. So there's no like healing spells or it's like everything just takes time. I mean, there are no spells. Period. In your she's world. She's a witch. You, you, don't you don't know that. Know that. I, I, I know Meta. She's, <laughs> she's a witch, she's and she has magic spells.
3: Simply just pointed things like Sabrina Spellman <laughs> <laughs> used to do for her boyfriend Harvey Kinkle. All the and time. And her best friend Jenny, who unexpectedly disappeared after season one, <laughs> to be replaced yeah, by that. Valerie. Um, I, there are no healing spells
1: on my spell list, But well,
2: what can you do? All right, so I there's can... no magic.
1: There's
2: no magic, but she can
1: bind. A cloak of fire. Oh,
2: cloak of fire is fine, but but, but healing, oh, that's a stretch. <laughs> that's too much for this world. Well, Dilton would Just lead to the, the fire scientific
0: methodology. I can also unmask
1: a demon. <laughs>
2: Ooh.
1: I'm disappointed that psychoanalysis is not one of my skills.
0: Not Sabrina's, No. That's a very specialized skill, to be honest. Um, It is much like medicine in this world. Um, I see. So, She could
2: solder a wound shut. I'm a survivalist. Then I'd be like, use your cloak of fire
0: to burn the wound shut. You sure could try that. And you could do an occult check to control that. Um, What's also really different about uh, Call of Cthulhu from D&D is... The magic rules are more of a suggestion a lot of the time. Um, (laughs) The code is more like guidelines than actual rules. It's it's a much more fluid uh, system, I think, uh, or much more in line with your early edition D&Ds. It's a little less balanced, a little less polished. So um, magic always has a sanity cost. That's the hook of magic in this world. You are burning not only magic points, but parts of your sanity in calling on these eldritch forces, I've given Sabrina a little buffer that she takes one less sanity from every hit, so she can maybe manage some minor spells with no damage, but Okay. try anything bigger. So,
1: so about that cloak of fire.
0: Exactly. Mm. Exactly. But I have a paper cut. Gonna need you to cast cloak of fire. You this is you critical you as you don't well for
1: your survival.
0: Those of you who aren't witches. If you see unnatural things, that will challenge your sanity. Mm-hmm. You're going to do a will check when you see unnatural and impossible things, and that could cost you sanity. Why
3: doesn't my situation just cost me sanity?
0: Well, we're going to get into your situation, won't we? Uh, there is a situation with Midge Clump. <laughs> um. Okay, do we have any other questions before we jump on in? And... I'm, I'm going to
1: have questions as I go.
0: Oh, yes, good.
1: I am... I'm new. I'm the new girl.
0: Yeah, Chloe's never played ever, right?
1: Sabrina is the new girl. This is, in fact, I was given these dice, I would like to say, by. Uh, show them to the podcast listeners. Show them to the
0: <laughs> podcast.
1: They're green with gold. And I was given them by Geneviève Bolduc, and I was supposed to um, play a D&D game with her back when the dinosaurs were on the earth, and I never did, and this is the first time using these dice. At
0: the end. Yay!
1: Yay! <laughs> now what, Ryan?
0: Now we play a game, friends! Okay, let's
1: play a game, friends! Alright,
0: gang, ready? Are you
1: so ready, gang? I'm nervous and (laughs) self-conscious.
0: You and me both, Midge. You and me both. Alright, best go at character voices on.
1: I'm feeling eager and sassy.
0: Welcome to Riverdale, gang. We start in Greendale. Oh. At the Spellman home. It is the first day of summer term. And, uh, we join Sabrina Spellman as she begins her morning.
1: Yes. So, <laughs> you, you wake
0: up in the first day of term. Okay. Uh, what's on your mind? What are you up to this morning?
1: Um, this is not so this is an aspect of this game that I didn't know I had to do. I thought I just had to, like new things. <laughs> I'm used to board games. Yep,
0: I'm throwing you into a complete sandbox right out of the gate.
1: Okay, well I don't really want You wake want to... up in your room. I, I w- I've woken up in my room and mm-hmm. um, if I'm Melissa Joan Hart I probably want to know what I'm going to wear and it's probably going to be pink and sparkly. And I... you woke up levitating three feet above
3: your bed in that version.
0: That's true. Yes, That's actually specifically you why you have the spell levitate.
3: I like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's good. Um, do I
1: have to, like, do I have to cast a levitation spell to wake up levitating? Uh,
0: generally speaking, but that's something that happens to Sabrina periodically. This morning you've got it under control pretty well. Okay. Um, This is not an unexpected accidental levitation morning, um, as embarrassing as those are. Um, this is a normal morning, and, uh, you get dressed and go about your day, and how, how do you look today for the first day of summer school?
1: Uh, well, let me tell you, I'm wearing a pink leather jacket with rhinestones on it. Yes. And, um, I, uh, did my hair, and I don't really (laughs) want to take the bus, so I kind of want to cast a spell to get there, but I realize I probably shouldn't, so I decided to take the bus, but I put heels on first.
0: Conveniently, uh, your aunt's. Have recognized that this is a little bit of a stretch uh, for you, going all the way over to re- to Riverdale. Um, and so, oh, waiting, wait, am I
1: old enough to have a driver's license? I'm waiting sixteen.
0: At the door Uh-oh. on your way out is your Aunt Hilda with a set of keys. Hey, Aunt Hilda. Hello, dear. Are you ready for your first <laughs> day?
1: It's ready as I'll ever be.
0: I don't really understand these human schools. I <laughs> every year they just want you coming back. When do you take a decade off? I want to go to space again. I can't go to space with only a season.
1: Well, next time you go to space, take me and I won't go to summer school. I
0: want to take you to space. There's a oh. wonderful orchestra playing this, uh, this orbit in Venus.
1: That sounds nice. They're playing mm-hmm. the cosmos.
0: But a healing spell would be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Darling. Yes. You know how to use these, right? And she shoves the uh, keys into your hand.
1: Yeah, of course I do.
0: Great. I thought that would be a human thing.
1: I'm feeling spunky. Have fun. Mortal. She calls them mortals. Thank you. Sorry.
0: And Aunt Hilde leans in and gives you a kiss on the cheek. Hilda. Thank you. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I have an expert on hand. What What kind of car
1: do they have? Do I get to decide what kind of car they have?
0: Uh, you basic... Yeah, why not?
1: They have the same jalopy they've had since 1920 because they don't understand how time works. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Probably 1930, actually. Yeah. Not 1920. Like,
0: not an early Ford. They were not early adopters. Of technology. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, a late 30s jalopy. Captain Pristine, order. Yes. Excellent. And uh, there you are, off on your way to school. Hooray. Excellent. Let's jump over to Riverdale where um, another young uh, diligent student begins uh, his morning. Dilton Doily. Obviously, you are not uh, the sort of fellow who needs summer school. Unfortunately, the string of firearms violations that you have (laughs) committed in this last year have led to some community service requirements, um, meaning you are on track to, uh, help out around the school this summer to maintain, uh, maintain good standing and your relationship with the sheriff. I guess I thought I'd have failed Jim, but... Alright. That is actually Sabrina, who is headed over wow. to Riverdale for the, um...
1: For gym?
0: Yep. So, yeah. wait, wait, was I, like, what, what are these firearms violations? Was I, like, carrying guns in school? You were teaching small children to use twenty-two caliber rifles. Good. In the as I without parental permission. <laughs> well, I don't need permission to teach them how to stand the ground. Yeah, so you're helping out at school this summer. Um, as is your childhood best friend, Moose, of course as he has every summer, uh, and of course you've tutored him through just about every summer. Uh, it's a first that you are joining him at summer school this year, um, and it's kind of neat that for once he is meeting you downstairs to walk you to school, um, and it's not kind of you doing him the favor. Um, and that is where we'll jump in uh, whenever your morning is ready. Uh, describe your appearance, Stilton Doily. So, uh, he's picking me up. at. At school home. Or at home okay yep. and he's walking me to school yep. like a like his date all right yeah like childhood besties sure yeah. childhood <laughs> besties <laughs>
2: Well, Dilton is uh still rocks that uh that you know, that uh, that brown coat with the fur thing that uh he wears <laughs> in the show. The he jacket he thinks it looks cool. Oh, I'm literally wore one here. How do I
3: know <laughs> <the name. laughs> kill <it, man>. him
2: <laughs> <laughs> And uh you know, he's got his glasses on, he's Slicked his hair back so he looks pretty cool on his person. He's got his survival knife. He has a grappling hook. You never know when he'll need that. And he's ready with a headbutt and a kick fist punch. Should he need be? <laughs> <laughs> kick the fist
1: full punch.
0: list of your special abilities. I
1: have to note that Andrew's hair is actually slicked back and it's very exciting. Mm -hmm. That's all. It
0: looks good. It does
2: look good. -hmm. Uh, Would I take my rifle with me? That's up to me, isn't it? It sure is. In protest, I
0: (laughs) I just take my rifle with me (laughs) to protect myself on the way to school um your mother dutifully reminds you that it will be taken away if you try to take that rifle to anywhere but the firing range. bang <laughs> My mom, i'm kidding okay no i uh i'll her the rifle and say okay i will note um <laughs> what's your sanity score dilton doily <laughs> it's 35 you're gonna just gonna just gonna, gonna let that be known
2: how am i more huh? sane than you
0: just letting that be known. <laughs> I thought you were gonna dock me for making that joke.
2: No, not yet. Not <laughs> he yet. thought of it, and
0: then I he docked didn't...
3: myself because I heard that joke.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone gets one. Okay. Uh, sidebar: Andrew Lynch is the reason that my D and D campaign is named New High Rule because he. We, that's how we learned to take the game seriously. Now they were playing in New High Rule. <laughs> So, anyway. I've never taken any DD or campaign I'm in that series. <laughs> They're fun. So, your buddy's waiting at the door. On the way to school. Uh, hey, Moose. Hey, little buddy. Hey, ready to head to summer
2: school? What are you, what are you, what are you taking again?
0: Math this uh, year, uh, history again. Hey, um,
2: gee, Willikers, I thought I helped you out on that. It didn't work out.
0: Well, they kept teaching me more stuff, you know. Yeah, they do that. They tend to teach more these days. And you notice that, as he's been for the last few months, Moose is just not in a very good mood today. Uh, He's pretty gloomy. He's down in the dumps. Um, He's never been exactly excited for school, but he's usually a bit more goofy. Oh, it's troubling you, Moose. the usual, you know. It's kind of tough to go back after everything. Right. Yeah, yeah, I get
2: that. Well, uh, if there's anything I can do, Moose, just uh, just let me know.
3: Hmm. Why is
0: Dalton from Brooklyn?
2: Kevin, uh, you, you won't let me do the nerd voice, and I forgot what he sounds like. Do the nerd voice, Andrew.
0: <laughs> do, do a little nerd voice, do Andrew. Let's uh, let's do a nerd voice. Gee
2: uh, whiz! Uh, looks like you're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> looks, looks like it's gonna be a real hard summer for you, there, Moose. But uh, don't you worry, we'll, uh, we'll get you through it. I'll help you get through this. Anything you need, you let me know.
0: Yeah, thanks, little buddy. And Moose, you little know, buddy, <laughs> gives you a good pat on the shoulder, and you can see that he's not doing so hot still. But it's um, the school's not far, and pretty soon you're there. And Moose stops just outside the door. He says, um. I'm, uh, I'm actually starting tomorrow. I'm, um... Tomorrow? Oh, got... you didn't have to walk me to school. That was real nice of you, Moose. Yeah, it's, um... <laughs> I wanted to keep things normal, you know? They keep telling me to keep things normal. I've actually got a counseling meeting today.
2: Oh, yeah? With, uh, with, uh, the with, uh, with a school counselor?
0: Well, somebody down at Riverdale General. I don't know.
2: Oh, you got yourself a professional then. Well, that's good you're getting that oh. help. It must be tough getting through that.
0: Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dalton. I'll see you tomorrow, yeah? You got it, buddy. Moose kind of stumbly walks away and is you know, kind of hunched and makes his way off of campus as the bell rings, the first warning bell for you to get to the office for your assignments. And uh, that first warning bell... Also, wakes you up, Midge. Good morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I it's don't... been a while
3: oh, for you. Am I gross?
0: I don't know. What do you think?
3: Well, I mean, so, like, I don't know what magic is waking me up, is why I'm asking you. So I don't know if I'm preserved or I'm as, like, a rotten zombie.
0: You open your eyes and it's very dark. You don't see anything around you or in front of you.
3: Um. Hello. Uh.
0: I <laughs> this sounds kind of echo slightly.
3: Do I have to play this entire campaign from inside a coffin? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I have a phone. Um. I reach my hands out in front of me.
0: Excellent. They extend. <laughs> you you see your hands in front of you as they should be.
3: So, I'm like, I'm not in a coffin?
0: No. Your hands reach out and you feel nothing in front of you.
3: Oh Am my I in god. hell? Oh my, oh my god. god! I, ether or I freaking... reach my hands, like, to the side of me as well? Like, I flap them around?
0: <laughs> you feel nothing in any direction.
3: I look around. Is everything dark?
0: Uh, yes. Everything is completely dark.
3: I say hello again?
0: It echoes through the darkness.
3: I sing a few bars from Carrie the Musical? <laughs> that echoes too? What? Oh, no, I'm not gonna sing right now.
0: Aw, <laughs> but you know a few bars from Carrie the Musical.
3: Yeah, I know, but then you are have to pay <laughs> rights. Um, okay, I try and take a step forward.
0: You move your foot and it touches nothing. I scream? It echoes slightly into the distance. Oh, you notice I don't have fire clothes. Oh, gee whiz, I don't have
3: anything. As far as I know, I'm a normal person. I just
0: woke up. You notice that you are still in your costume from Perry the Musical.
3: A little sailor suit.
0: And as you sing a few bars and look down at what you're dressed in, you think back to the last thing you remember, which is opening night. You've... So
3: I don't, do I remember getting stabbed by, um... Nope.
0: You remember taking your place on stage, looking out at the curtains, the lights going down, and then darkness. And now here.
3: Okay. And I can't walk forward?
0: Nope.
3: And I flap and I feel nothing. Uh, and I scream and nobody hears me. That's not scary. <laughs> no. Nope. Well, there's no one to talk to, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I don't don't know that I'm dead, so I don't. I'm usually pretty good at role playing games, but I I role played everything I know <laughs> how to
0: do. Um, After a very long time, when your voice should be hoarse but isn't. Something echoes back. You hear, in the distance, repeated words. Wake up, Midge. Wake up. So I open my eyes. And you are not alone anymore. And we're going to jump back to Sabrina. Ah!
1: <laughs> Did I summon Midge? <laughs> why well, don't know why. Is there a spell that I just cast by accident?
0: You do not, in fact, know any summoning magic, though it is a major branch. Um, it is a highly dangerous branch that you have not studied as of yet. You might summon a healing potion if you don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> you are on your drive um, to Riverdale. Coming around Dead Man's Curve. Oh. This is a landmark between the two towns, a major route. Is this Um, canon? Yes. Oh, wow. Cool. Cool. And as always happens when you pull around Dead Man's Curve, um, the ghost of a charming and attractive young man dressed in uh, a runner's outfit, far outdated from maybe the 1950s, materializes in your passenger seat. Hey, Bob. Hey. You know that's not my name, right?
1: Oh. I- oh. Well, I- I- you look like a bob.
0: It's fine. If I knew my name, then maybe he wouldn't have to make one up for me all the time.
1: Would you prefer Jasper?
0: That works. It's two syllables, at least. Jasper. Jasper is, in fact, a canonical character from a one-off, um, very special comic in the 1970s that is filed carefully somewhere in my uncle's shelf in the garage in Northern Alberta. So (laughs) Jasper doesn't know his name, but Jasper is the resident ghost who died a long time ago, uh, running along this dangerously sighted road. And he is something of a supernatural gossip. Um, He loves to talk with other beings about what the goings on are in the region in Riverdale, um, those who can notice him.
1: I take it I'm one of those people.
0: You sure are. Great hmm
1: <laughs> Jasper, anything new cool things from, you know, the undead world, the dead world? Where, where, where are you?
0: Well, I'm at Dead Man's Curve, usually. Right. Again and again around that curve.
1: You seem to know all the good news.
0: Yeah. It's not much good lately in Riverdale. Things are really disrupted. Oh? There's something rumbling. I don't like it. It's pulling at stuff. Oh. Yeah.
1: That sounds... Magical.
0: Hmm, you'd know better than I would. I I just run, right? Run all around. Major route. Gotta get back. (laughs) Don't go towards the rumbling, though, huh? That seems like a really bad idea.
1: Alright, thanks, Jasper.
0: Good to see you, Sabrina. Bye! And he sinks through the uh, passenger seat, and in the rearview mirror you see him jogging along. uh, Transparently. A, um shimmering silhouette waving before vanishing as you clear the edge of the curve and pull on down to Riverdale High Uh, a few minutes later. How are you feeling about your first day of summer school, Sabrina?
1: Well, all the kids in Riverdale seem to be rich except when they're really poor. So I'm like confused by the socioeconomic status of the place I'm entering into because in Greendale it's like a little bit more urban and we're all different, and that's fine. Whereas it all seems to be a very big deal in Riverdale.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Riverdale's got some severe class divides going on. Mm. Um, This is a fair fear. Um, You're definitely entering a bit of a hotbed of um, social discord.
1: I also don't want anyone to know I'm a witch, and I don't want to go near the rumbling, but I'm probably going to go near the rumbling.
0: One usually goes near the rumbling. Um... Over at Riverdale High, Dilton. Yep. You are waiting in Mr. Weatherby's office as you see an ancient, ridiculous uh, piece of junk car pull up into the student parking just outside the window. Um, but your attention is pulled back as Weatherby steps into the room and takes his seat across from you. <clears throat> Mr. Doyley. Hi, Mr. Weatherby. I trust we won't have any um, unexpected problems this summer term with you? Uh, well, certainly not, Mr.
2: Weatherby, and again, I apologize. I was just trying to teach, uh, the younger generation about the responsibility of, of safe firearm handling.
0: Your definition of responsible and mine differs somewhat, Mr. Doyley. <clears throat> Nonetheless, we'll put you to good use. The, um, school is due for a significant IT upgrade that we simply haven't had the budget for for some time. I trust you'll be able to, um, take care of things with the school firewall. Sure. But, first of all, <laughs> we'll need to uh, put you to work as an experienced senior student here. We've got a transfer from Greendale coming in today, and she'll need to be shown around the place, particularly the um, athletic yards and auditorium. They don't have Sarah school in Greendale? Funding has been tight, Mr. Doyle. As you know, we at Riverdale lost one of two high schools this year. The situation in Greendale is likewise dire. We were happy to offer some select extracurricular spots to Greendale students who would otherwise be unable to uh, gain such benefit. Okay. Mm. Meet Miss um, Spellman at the front entrance by uh, first lunch bell for her tour. Okay, I can do that. Mm. And, uh, Weatherby slides the, uh, uh, community service paperwork across to you, uh, the first day of 30 is signed, um, 30 days of community service, Oh jinkies, (laughs)
2: that's, (laughs) (laughs) all 60s nerds think the same, Mm him and Selma, yep, they're the same
0: people to me, that was internal monologue,
3: (laughs) oh my god,
0: (laughs) so, Sabrina, uh, you arrive at the beautiful brick front of Riverdale High, a uh, familiar striking faci- uh, presence, and, um, up at the top of the stairs, a short, dark-haired man is awkwardly waiting in what looks like greeting.
2: Uh, hey. Um. Oh, hi, you must be Sabrina Spellman. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Delton Doily. It sure is good to meet you. Uh, Handy shaky.
1: Hello. We
2: shake hands. You all right? So you come all the way from Greendale?
1: Yeah, all, all the way.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's not that far, though. No. no well, why don't I show you around the school?
1: Okay, that sounds great. That sounds
2: good. So what uh, subjects are you studying?
1: Um. Well, I'm here because I failed gym. Did I fail gym? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't really care about Jim, so...
2: Keep uh, willikers. Gym. It's too bad it was Jim. See, if it was math, I'd be happy to help you and tutor you at any time. And, you know, if I'm tutoring, it counts towards my community service. And, you know, I don't really want to do their IT work. It's just Googling anyway when it comes to IT work. Oh, my God. They
1: get you to... Do you, their IT work for you? What kind of high school is this?
2: Well, I'm doing their IT work because, uh, well, they can't really afford a whole lot of things right now, and I have to do community service, and apparently that counts. So, uh, that's fine. I'll just Google. It's easier than painting graffiti. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Um, what did, what did you get community service for?
2: Oh well, I was showing some uh, young children how to. Well, that's not a good way to start a sentence, <laughs> but here I am. <laughs> 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 I'll leave that hanging for a second. That was a clue. Cool and time. now I'll complete life. the sentence. Great. I was showing them how to safely operate a firearm.
3: Oh. Wow.
2: I think it's important Is that, that kids. In Riverdale. Yeah. It apparently is real common. <laughs> Riverdale, America. No. Yeah. Well. Anyway, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of guns in a lot of these kids' houses, and sometimes they find them. And I was trying to teach them that they are not toys, and uh, you know, always treat it like it's loaded, where the safety is. Even if you think, you know, even if the clip's in there, there could be a bullet in the chamber. Uh, like you know, you never know. So you always got to treat it like it's loaded, even if there's no bullet in the chamber, even if the safety's on. It's loaded, and you never point it at something unless you intend to kill it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which, of course, they they they, yeah. they don't. But I'm you know, sure. it's I think did it's you, important they do.
1: Hey, did you know the girl that died here, Midge? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I did know Midge. Yeah, she was two. my she was my best friend's girlfriend.
1: Oh, I'm really sorry. Did you like? Did you know her really well? I
2: knew her really well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Midge was Midge was really good. uh, you know, we'll miss her. Yeah, but my, my poor my buddy Moose—he's had it the hardest too. You know, it was his girlfriend and all, and he's had a he's had a real tough time.
1: Did you know Archie, the guy that got arrested?
2: I do know Archie. We also
1: read about that in Greendale.
2: Yeah, I do know Archie. Oh. Not as well as I know Mitch, but I do know Archie. I was a part of Archie's. Uh, well, Archie started a little like gang called the Red Circle Gang. Oh. Uh, and I was in that little gang. I was helping out. I did their IT. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So we'll jump from there back to Midge Clump.
3: Okay. Oh. Okay. What's going on with me?
0: More of this. Ah, <laughs> oh, the void. <laughs> <laughs> the void. So <laughs> you've been hearing a voice now for a very long time. Uh, it has been saying, "Wake up, Midge." wake up <laughs> it's a ghost it's a ghost, ghost car closer and louder each time uh huh um how have you been dealing with this
3: I'm upset I'm <laughs> upset
0: <laughs> Ryan okay <laughs> <laughs> um and finally after what feels like days of this voice coming closer and closer I'm not visibly Where but just am I sent? Well, you'll note you're below maximum. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, right? But I'm not as low as Dilton, which is a lot for me to take in right now.
0: <laughs> the voice eventually says, booming all around you, wake up. And you do. Okay. And you are, f- the blackness, like, in a blink.
3: I wasn't cremated, phase. was I? No. Uh-oh. Can I imagine if I was a dust cloud <laughs> coming at you?
0: Well, you are floating. Fuck. <clears throat> About eight feet in the air. So you're <laughs> floating in the center of the stage mm-hmm. uh, where you remembered a set last time you were here and people and buzz and noise. And it is currently completely empty.
3: Yep. Um, and I'm eight feet in the air. Yep. So I scream, and I flap around like I'm trying to swim.
0: Cool. It does nothing. You float, hanging there for a moment.
3: Uh, I And then, Uh
0: behind you, the voice, now directionally, immediately (gasps) behind you says, Wake up, Mitch.
3: I woke up already. I go, hello, who is that?
0: You crane your head around. And behind you, there is... A cloud of what could very well be dust.
3: Was he cremated? Possibly. (laughs) Say, what are you?
0: Wake up, midge.
3: What's happening to me? Wake up. I did.
0: You have to go back, midge. Where? Go back, midge.
3: I can't go anywhere. I'm stuck. Go back,
0: midge. This voice booms as the, the, the dust sort of disperses. Expanding throughout the stage, you feel yourself coughing a bit as it blows past you, booming. Go back, Midge. Well, I could
3: breathe. Yeah. Good. Well,
0: you go through the motions of breathing, and as the voice bounces through the end of the room, you hear it echo in the distance. Pine moose. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What about Squirrel?
2: <laughs>
3: squirrel, Squirrel. shake your you to
2: find Moose and Squirrel. <laughs> I'm Squirrel. Moose and Squirrel. That's what they call Dilton. Dilton is Squirrel.
3: <laughs> From Rocky and Bullwinkle? I've never We must find you. Moose and Squirrel.
2: Boris and Natasha? Anyway. And
3: Boris and Nita- that's what we should be for Halloween.
2: Oh, I'm gonna oh, be yeah. in New York for Halloween.
3: Well, I'll come with you so we can be Boris and
0: Natasha. Done. All right. So, <laughs> as the booming voice leaves, you float down to the ground and okay. settle. And you, under my own control? or, well, or how, you kind of just it? float down
3: is and it... you realize
0: as you're settling, you're sort of floating. You're sort of consciously floating.
3: Oh, you, so I can directionally float?
0: What, well, do you do you try?
3: I try. I, I just try to sort of moonwalk, float back up.
0: Roll me a I'm gonna say an idea check. Oh, check. Okay. So top right corner, roll your d one hundred and see I if don't you. have a d one hundred. Yeah, I'm the d ten and the d one
3: hundred. What? these two? What? Yeah, show me.
0: This one's for the, the 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 one to ten digit, and this one's for the ten to hundred digits.
3: So this 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 diamond. Yeah. And this diamond. Yeah. This one here.
2: And this one.
3: Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Learning. Okay. Roll them both.
0: Yeah.
3: Ah. Okay. This one is a zero.
0: Uh huh. So that's mm-hmm. uh, that's a that. Yep.
3: Yeah. And that one's a fifty. So
0: 500. Five's 50. That's 50. No. Yeah. That's 50. Okay. <laughs> so 50. And your idea score is 70. That means you passed. Oh, yeah You, um, you kind of think yourself forward and backwards. Okay. And almost like... Kind of computer game-y, VR-y way. Somehow it works. You can, just,
1: I, can I just you interject for a yourself forward
0: and you think. Does yeah. that
1: mean that there was a potential version of this game where Midge couldn't move? Yes. Good lord. Okay, go well, on. Well, where
0: Midge took a lot longer to figure well, out that how to But I can't hover. figure out how
3: to float, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> go on.
0: This
2: are is enormous. Like, crit fails and crit hits are a thing in this game, yeah? Oh, yes. So if you crit failed there, that would have just been like... Well, well, you're just stuck in place forever. I land
3: on my... F-
0: face. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost film. <woman. laughs> so, um, you spend the next five minutes or so, um, hovering around and getting, getting your legs back, mm-hmm. figuring out how to move. Um, and by the, by about five minutes, you've gotten yourself to a walking speed. Okay. You can float along. Awesome. This is, Hello? <laughs> It is right at this moment that the door opens, and Dilton Doily and another unknown blonde girl step into the auditorium. Well, you wanted to see where she was killed, so here we are.
3: Can I see her? Yep. Can
0: Dilton see me? Dilton? Are you looking at the stage yet? Uh, yes. Great! Midge is standing
2: on stage. Well, you wanted to see. Oh, it looks like somebody is dressed up like Midge. <laughs> in... she must... It's a little in poor taste, but this is what Midge looked like, and someone has decided that they are going to do this. Excuse me, okay. who are you? And did Midge have a. Oh, unless she. Are you Midge's twin sister? Real... This must be Midge's twin sister. I didn't know she had one.
3: Real funny joke, Dilton. Ha ha. Um, Can I cast? No, I can't. There's nothing like that
1: here.
0: Never mind. Um, I, I just. I
1: see that. You, do, can I tell that she's floating?
0: Well, I mean, you look. I'm looking at her. If she's floating, you look. You, you know what ghosts are like, and you.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: she's her feet aren't touching the ground.
1: Well, that can't possibly be her twin sister because her feet aren't touching the ground. I'm well aware feet aren't touching the
3: ground. Clearly, I'm just walking.
0: What Dilton. Are you, what are you What are you talking Mitch, about?
3: Are you hitting on me?
0: You are going to roll. No. Uh, a sanity save. Your- her feet are not touching the ground. That's called wire, she's in a theater! (laughs) There's
3: no wire-
1: Both of you roll
0: your d100s. Me too? Yep. Oh,
3: do I? No, no, this is normal for you. That's
0: true. Uh, I'm gonna need the box. You're floating, (laughs) and it's (laughs) just hit you. There are other people around.
3: No, oh, I thought I didn't know I was floating. I got 71.
0: I got 53. Ooh-hoo. So, Midge, uh, you both, uh, that's, yeah, that's above both of your sanity points. So, you both take a sanity blow for that. A human being who is supposed to be dead is floating. Midge, take two sanity points damage. Dilton, take uh, 1d6 Plus two. Wait, okay. but I passed. No, you want to get under. Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, would have differently, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I wouldn't have. I mean, all you can't. right. So roll, but, roll your one d six. Plus two sanity damage because a human who is dead is now in front of you talking and floating. I'm immediate. I think it's a logical, rational explanation. This is her twin, and she is on
2: wires. I don't immediately think it's a ghost. <laughs> you also wouldn't immediately assume it's the ghost. What image. if I just say, "Oh, mm-hmm.
1: but it's a ghost"? Can you see ghosts? I would I say you're a crazy person. You're,
2: I, I, I would say, are you in on this mm-hmm. joke?
0: Mm-hmm. I would assume you're in on joke. And the world <laughs> like... in front of you does not make sense. Thus, the sanity damage. Okay, sure. Yep. <laughs> Would you like, if if you would like to try to roll a logic, uh, if you have a skill you'd like to roll to try to minimize and logic your way out of this, Sandy (laughs) Because it seems like there's a rational explanation for it. Give me a shot. Is Mitch transparent? Do any of your skills apply? Um, Mitch is not transparent, but she is a little fuzzy at the edges. Is skepticism a a skill? Mm. What would that fall under? Get creative. Apply one of your skills. Uh drive auto
2: credit reading <laughs> Um Anthropology? Yeah. It, justify it. Anthropology. I'm gonna use throw an anthropology roll, because I know that there's a logical explanation that this human anthropology
0: is floating. I don't know. Give me a a skill roll and roll really good to see if there is some culturally relative explanation for this. Of
2: course. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) See, we were just in a play... I rolled
0: a 7. That's <laughs> not
2: good. <laughs> Actually, a 7 is... Wait, uh, I, want to, I want to be under, right? Yeah. So a 1 is a critical hit in this game? Pretty much. This is just nice. opposite game? In this way, yes. <laughs> yes. You're yes. So mad. I'm also so glad that got clarified for
0: me. I rolled you. a 7. On your anthropology check. Yes, my is 15. You're aware that some cultures have normalized biologically sound and valid... Zombie theories that come from a place of medical reasoning and you know, there might be some kind of animation thing It's a stretch, but You are protected from two sanity points Okay, loss by the fact that there could possibly be an explanation for this undead. Okay. What do Uh, I take for damage then? 1d6 sanity damage I still rolled
2: What was it before?
0: I I mean, I still have my same roll but before I saved it. It was 1d6 plus 2. Okay, so just 1d6. Yeah. Okay, it's still terrible. <laughs> Where yes. <are> you at? <laughs> it was a 5. <laughs>
2: oh my god.
0: Um, Dilton fully grabs his head and wobbles a bit. <gasps> 5 sense. sanity damage in 1 blow is... Jinkies! Um, <laughs> then gives me a ghost. This might actually be a low-key insanity check. Because it took five sanity damage. That's a lot, okay. That's a lot. That was with my save. <laughs> that's that's five percent of all possible of, of possible sanity, and you you do not have all possible sanity.
2: Okay. Um. So what's the san- What's an insanity check?
0: Um. Hold on, will I check that out? We're doing real bad.
1: <laughs> I'm fine. I'm used to ghosts. <laughs>
3: He's like what? <laughs>
2: You hear the void music where you see ghosts?
1: Uh, I heard the void music. It's just another normal run-of-the-mill ghost. Do you remember dying? Can you tell me all about your experience
3: of dying? What do you mean dying? I'm not dead.
0: Oh. Oh, that's going to be another Sandy check. What? Roll me another Sandy check.
3: But I feel fine. I'm not dead. Yep. Okay.
0: Someone just said you're dead.
3: Is your heart beating? I... Look, I don't have first aid, I'm just... Uh, why are you like this? I don't even know you. <laughs> um, eight, zero, zero. Zero, zero, eight!
0: <laughs> so that's really, really good. You passed opposite game. Oh, opposite game. <laughs> I was like, oh no! You might be dead, <laughs> but that sort of makes sense with everything you've experienced so far, since things got weird. So, okay. Uh, meanwhile, Dilton. <clears throat> if an investigator loses five or more sanity points as the consequence of one sanity roll, then he or she has suffered enough emotional trauma that the Keeper must test the character's sanity. The Keeper asks for an idea roll. Please give me an idea roll. That's a hundred?
2: Yep. It's
0: Eighty-five. Which Ooh. is
2: exactly my idea score.
0: Boom! <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was very quick. <laughs> Did we um, kill Dalton? Dalton?
3: Dalton? Dalton. I'm so
1: sorry. So this
0: Dalton. isn't good, because you it matched. Does it matter y- when? Yes, because you passed that, you actually fully recognize the reality that has been presented in front of you, and go temporarily insane. Oh no. Because you passed, Call of Cthulhu, is a game that likes to kill you. So roll me a d10, please. Okay. <laughs> That's a two. Body body, honey, body. Dilton, you feel compelled to immediately flee in a panic. Ah, go, sir! Oh, Great. G- 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 so, Sabrina, next to you, Dilton turns and books it.
1: Oh, I guess he's not used to.
0: Something. Am I at zero sanity points? Nope. Oh, nope. You're just temporarily insane. Okay. <laughs> unexpected so, i did the casper thing where like I said ghost and my teeth came out of my mouth and shattered yeah yeah totally excellent and then I went whoop, 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 and my legs went in a circle And I went. Whoop, 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 whoop. so um midge sabrina you are suddenly ditched by your tour guide
1: mm. so it's midge right your name yes who are you uh my name's sabrina i'm here i thought i was here to do gym but this is nice. This is
3: a theater. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> what were you saying before, though? About what? Uh, did you say... what? Is that slang? For, where are you from? I'm from Greendale. You're from Greendale, and you just call people dead in Greendale? Is
1: that what, what you do? No. Um, I'm sorry. I've never had to do this for anyone before. <laughs> do what? Um... Well, I mean, uh, do you notice that you're a little like fuzzy at the edges?
3: Okay, I haven't shaved my legs in a couple of days. I've been busy. Do you just talk to people like this that you don't even know all the time? No, I don't. (laughs) Do you notice
1: that your feet don't really touch the ground? Again, are you hitting on me? What is what's happening? Like
3: you're saying all these things. I'm not. Really personal. I'm not gay.
1: Which is fine. Are you gay? I'm not gay. No, I'm not. Oh. Uh,
3: I have a boyfriend. Oh. Moose Mason. Yeah, he... Um... It's a nickname. It's a long story. Okay. He's interested in um, the Pacific Northwest um, nature. Is he? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, um, maybe we should do this, um, slowly. Would you like to take that to Again, I'm her high I'm totally straight. I'm so sorry. No, that's not. Oh, no. Okay. Huh. Okay. Look, were you just? Did you just experience like some darkness and like some weird
3: stuff? I feel like I just had an anxiety attack because I was really scared of this play that we're doing. But I guess it must be over, and I'm not. No one's yelling at me, so I guess it went all right. So I think I just had kind of a panic attack, and now I'm okay. I think. Okay. I think. Oh God.
1: Um, wait. I don't think it's a big deal because you're. So I have this friend. His name's Jasper. He lives at Deadman's... Man's. What's it called?
0: Dead Man's Curve. And dead dead... we're gonna we're gonna leave you with in pr- a <laughs> moment of privacy with that conversation. Okay. Oh, you're
3: not gonna let me make her explain. This to me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, as we follow Dilton running incomprehensibly confused down the hall at Full Tilt. So he's
2: Scooby-Doo running... ...with
0: tilt. ...ghost, Mr. Weatherby!! Weatherby is not in. He has started the day off and gone golfing. That's fair. Um, ...as you are booking it through the hallways... I'm in charge of the school now? Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, there are teachers presumably, but it's quiet.
1: Oh, Miss Candy's and,
0: back, no kidding. In the quiet of the summer, you do calm down eventually. Um, and so, stop and catch your
2: breath. <laughs> um,
0: obviously, that can't be what you thought it was, but it.
2: It can't be a g-
0: g- g- ghost. And you are left lucid and alone in an empty hallway in the school.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, lucid and alone
0: now. Um. Yes. So. So you've just got your wits back, and are processing that, uh, what do you even do? I want to know all about it scientifically. <laughs> Great.
2: I want to, like, study the ghosts. This is so cool. This is an. i I'm gonna get a Nobel Prize for this discovery. The ghosts are real, and I wonder if it's like Ghostbusters, is ectoplasm a thing? So what are you gonna do? I gotta go. I gotta go experiment on Midge scientifically. Oh, God, this is happening again. (laughs) The way I say I start stories without hanging out with kids, showing them things, and I'm gonna go experiment with Midge. I meant really scientifically. I better go just talk to Midge instead of talking to myself about this. Great. Good thing I had that awkward moment alone.
0: (laughs) And back in the auditorium, um, you just found out how you died. Midge, how are you doing?
3: I'm not great, Ryan. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry, do you see a lot of dead people? Do you see dead people? I mean... Are I, there I, anyone else dead
1: here right now? Uh, no, not in, unless they're really good at hiding themselves with a spell. Except spells aren't real. That part's not real. Just go. You seeing dead
3: people is real.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: oh. Don't want to stretch
0: the truth too far.
1: <laughs> oh, you're a
0: ghost, but there's no magic. So, but, oh. Dilton, but you've arri- you arrived you ride back in time here. To Spells is, aren't real.
1: Is it does seem that um you can still have a full life even though your life's over. I don't know if you should
3: say. I think life might be um insensitive in this. Oh, I feel like I'm having I had a oh too many panic attacks in one week. How, How
1: can you, know? you have a panic Mitch? attack? You're dead.
3: Oh, oh, God.
1: (laughs) Midge, Midge, Ah! everything is going
2: to be fine. Ah! Everything's going to be fine.
3: Stilton, where is Moose? Moose. Stilton, where is Moose? Moose
2: is fine. Moose is safe. Where? Moose Moose is worried about you, but now might not be the right time. You know, I honestly don't know where he is. But, I mean, he's fine. I just don't know where he is, like, today. He (laughs) might be at home. Me not having to know where he is right now does not mean he's unsafe. Midge. May I touch your shoulder? I just want to experiment and see if you are ethereal. Don't
3: ask me to experiment with you again, Dilton! No, not
2: like that! Not like that! Oh, I avoided. I you, tried to have, really have an awkward moment alone, and here t- I am.
1: hitting on you all the time. Does she always do that? The people uh, hitting on
2: her? Yeah, Is she, yeah, same, her she might be like that.
0: No, she's a, she looks I mean, exactly she's
1: like she does! I mean, she's still hot, but she's like a little fuzzy, you know?
0: She does have an attractive score of 16. Midge, can you touch anything around you?
3: I try to push him.
0: What happened? Right.
3: <laughs> Can I do
0: that? Yeah. Um... Roll me... I have an attractiveness score. Roll me an occult check.
3: Okay. Uh, what dice? The D100. D100. This is... I've never used D100.
0: Call is a different world.
3: What's attractiveness score? I don't know. What? What's the what attractiveness score? Oh, Seven. appearance. No. Uh, oh, this is not working.
2: I the box. Seven.
3: I'm
0: nine out of a hundred appearance? Sixty seven. Nine out of like eighteen. <laughs>
3: Sixty seven.
0: Great. You f- you try to push him with your mind. Um you No, fail. I mean I try
3: to push him with my hand.
0: Oh. Uh, I don't know if that works. Excellent. Uh no.
3: <laughs> Can I not push him?
0: Um you push yourself off of him. Oh. And start to float backwards. Dilton, ah! you feel What, like a puff of air on your chest? You can interact with us physically. Even though it
2: sent you back, I felt a little bit of air on my chest when you did that. Midge, this is fascinating science. I tried to push you over, Dilton. But, but you floated back.
3: Yes, I know. Does no one else
2: see how interesting this is scientifically? Do you
3: understand that I am dead? I am going through a yes, lot I right now. Yes, I do understand that. I'm going that. through a lot right it's... now because I was just going through puberty and now I'm going through the afterlife, but apparently that's here. Is this hell? Is hell Dilton Doily experimenting on me?
2: What we need to find, I think, is a paranormal psychologist. Why I do used you to need think...
3: two normal psychologists? You can just get one normal psychologist.
2: Because I need, well, evidently there's a new. Of science that I thought was crack pottery, but is not crack pottery. So I would like to contact a specialist.
3: Time out. Did no one get it? Paranormal psych. Uh, I did. Two normal psychologists. It's a paranormal psychologist. I got it. It just happened really fast.
1: I did get it though. Come on. A pair of normal psychologists. So, <laughs> at, at Midge's <laughs> panic,
0: the doors fly shut behind you.
3: Me? Behind us?
0: Yeah. Mitch is that you?
3: What? No, I'm right here. I'm not right here. not two of I just don't I don't you know might what I need a pair of psychologists. I just learned ghost story. Like I'm just learning
0: what you're capable of. interrupts you. Oh no,
3: this is the
1: rumble. As the
0: door. We need to go. The room shakes.
1: We need to go right now. We all three of us need to go.
0: You seem like you know what you're talking about, so I'm going to believe you and leave. A voice booms. Go back, back where I
3: went?
1: Green Dale, please. Send me back. Back
2: to Greendale. You seem to know a lot about this about this ghost stuff. So, I, what do we need to do?
1: We need to go. Okay, let's go.
2: Let's go. Let's go. Me? I'm leaving. I'm leaving with or without you both. But okay. I think we should go.
1: Don't through the do doors. Do. Do you I do,
2: it also the door do. do. do is, is closed.
1: How high is the window?
2: There, are, there's more. It's a theater. There's more
0: than one exit. There's an exit to the green room. Okay, so you try. You run towards the green room. Okay,
1: Running towards the green room.
0: Do you you follow?
1: Yeah, I'm Midge. following Yeah, I'm, you know, man, know. I'm, I'm going to go, like the bridge. Come on, Midge, we gotta go. Great. I'm so um, you run
0: into the backstage area. Dark, unlit.
1: Oh. Cell phone me. light. Hang on.
0: Great. Wait. Pulling out your cell phone lights.
1: Can I do candle, communicate? No, that's communication. Do that I way. have see-through <laughs> dark? Can
2: We're I teenagers. See- we have cell phones. You don't. Oh,
0: so yeah. I don't have, I have a cell phone. I'm using my cell phone flashlight. Great. Dalton pulls out a cell phone flashlight. Why don't,
3: dark, why don't ghosts have dark
0: vision? Well, you're a very new ghost.
3: Well, wood elves have dark vision.
0: <laughs> this is <laughs> Cthulhu.
3: Whatever. There
0: are no wood elves, only Yarg Sothoth. Zoom tight. Plurals. Um, so you run through the, back, through the winding backstage. Um... And are stopped in your tracks, uh, Dilton, when the the broom closet immediately in front of you down the hall starts rattling wildly. I better ignore that and go past it. And <laughs> the door bursts open, Uh-oh. blocking your way. Roll a, um, how am I gonna, how do I roll this? Roll me a d20 dex save. I'm just gonna d this one. Actually, all three of you. So wait, which one am I rolling? Roll the, me a d20. Is it still opposite rules? No, no. This, uh, actually, yeah, yeah. Actually, 16. it is. You want to roll within your deck score? That's too bad.
1: Wait, what,
3: what did <laughs> I? What?
0: Lower than you, Kate. Fail. Then I, I, you go. I got fifteen. I, I roll failed. roll lower. Roll lower than your decks. I did. What? what one. Great. Um, Sabrina, uh, bringing up the rear, manages to stop and s- reaches out to steady. Uh, Midge, which you do. Strangely, you you don't actually feel the touch, but you feel yourself steadied. Okay. And your hands kind of wave through her shoulders, instinctively. Uh, Dilton, you skitter into a cloud of uh, really disorienting dust. Yeah, me. Mm-hmm. Roll me a sandy check. Nice one hundred. A... Yep. 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 That's a. Uh... That's That's (laughs) it. (laughs) Some (laughs) one (laughs) hundred.
2: What could possibly go wrong? Go
0: back. (laughs) Echoes through the hallway. And wait, is that a hundred or a one? It's double zero and one. Yep, that's a hundred. Double zero and one, yeah. Is it one? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of both. Okay, is, is this thing. one or one?
2: Is the 100 this? Or is oh, this? Oh, actually, you know, yeah. No, that's one. Oh, that's
0: one. That's, criti- that's the complete opposite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're um, doing okay. Go back echoes through the hallway. And Dilton, you feel something very strange, but very familiar to you. You feel knowledge poured into your brain like water, weird dis- dissonant knowledge that doesn't quite fit. You remember car models and you know, enough to know that th- these are ancient. These are 1950s. These are junk vintage. Maybe Wait. some of them you remember sports teams and scores and athletes and names. You remember how to tie a bow tie by hand. Knowledge that is super out of date just pours into your head. Sabrina, in front of your eyes, Dilton's hair slicks back
3: oh my with brill cream. What? <laughs> wow.
0: Coke bottle glasses appear on his face. <laughs> he seems to shrink in stature.
2: Oh my, oh my god. god.
0: And a sweater vest grows in place on his
2: torso, <laughs> <Jinkies>. <laughs> like, making to him look like,
0: like a caricature of himself, a 1950s pastiche.
2: Are we Are we changing?
0: Go back, echoes through the hallway. Good
2: gravy, Marie! He doesn't mean go back to where we came from. He means go back in time to the way we were. He This ghost thing, I think... If I'm not mistaken, wants us wants to bring Green da- or Riverdale, blah, 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 Riverdale back <laughs> in time to restore the way it was in the fifties. The
1: fifties was not a good time for women. Like you can go, but I no, know it
2: wasn't. Was like, I'm just I'm not saying we should do this. I'm just letting you know what the voice wants.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: So now we can work with this. We can either try to change that, or we can um, you know try to appease the voice by making it. Making it go, well, we can start to learn more about what it wants. What, from the 50s, would this voice want?
1: Question? Yes? Should I detect an enchantment so that I know exactly what enchantment we're dealing with?
0: You're sure welcome to try casting a spell, Sabrina. Are you filming me?
3: I'm taking pictures of you. Is that a good idea? I
0: don't know what to do. You can do whatever you want. Is that what you want to do in this moment while Dilton's monologuing?
3: Um...
1: I would like to detect an enchantment to learn more about this strange time... Oh, ...thing right. situation. Um, so... Describe
0: I, to me the spell you're casting.
1: I'm gonna do a thing. Don't panic. It's perfectly normal.
0: Panic?
2: I'm excited to learn about this new science you're about to
1: try. Yes, now, science. It's science. Just to paint us a weird
0: picture. Dilton, you are reverted to a 1950s do-up version of yourself standing in a cloud, in a mysterious sparkly cloud next to the open dark closet... Uh Sabrina and Midge you are watching him from a few feet away.
3: You look way better like this.
1: Thank
0: you. Oh.
1: I'm going to detect the enchantment.
0: Okay. So, d- describe to me how this looks. How does this spell casting go?
1: Well, um I'm going to remember the words. Mhm. And then I'm going to say them and uh cast a um, a golden Sparkles and glitter and stuff. They told me that in the wiki article that that's her Great. magic. Great, you
0: sparkle. And, and then, some sparkles and then, through and then the room. it's going
1: to um, sort of go in a big swirl and go into my ear, and then out the other, and I'll know what <laughs> oh, the truth gross. is.
0: Midge Dilton, please roll a Sandy save. I'm already. Uh, like Sabrina has, has just face. erupted with golden sparkles and is it's speaking in fine. some strange eldritch language that resonates creepily. That's a your six. Well, uh, that's some magic. That's okay. There's got to be some physics to that. Fascinating magic, is real. Great, you um, take two sandy They're points okay. of damage, Midge, because. Oh, oh my God! What is
3: happening? Are you are you an angel? Is this a test? Am I actually in the afterlife? Are you lying to me before? Oh, how could so, I you die? It does look
1: nice today, but I'm no
0: angel. I
3: am but having I'm... a panic ep- do episode. Do I'm You're, having an issue.
0: Your spell whispers to you: This enchantment on your friend is time-related, a temporal distortion, um, temporary, but with the po- with the potential to become permanent if it's. Left too long. And the flavor of the magic is ghostly. This mm. feels like a poltergeist or a revenant to you.
1: Should I? Maybe I should also deflect harm then, because he could get harmed.
0: Well, you've just spent six magic points detecting enchantments. Oh, enchantment. how do I, Oh.
1: So now I'm at
0: 11. Yeah. 11. <laughs> and uh, we're still in the heat of the moment. Um, the cloud echoes again. Go back! Pouring out further towards Midge and Sabrina.
3: Ah, no, 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 no! I mean, this could be fun.
1: I'm, am I,
0: like, trapped, or can I do anything? You're in a cloud. You can do whatever you want in a cloud.
1: Do you think we should go, Midge? Why don't we go? You're dead, you've got go. nothing to lose. I think lose. we should go. I don't, I don't want to be this... No, I mean into the cloud. Oh.
3: Apparently it's going to be temporary.
1: You have
2: to come back in time. Apparently
3: it's going to be temporary. Usually I live my life by not doing what Dilton tells me to do. Alright. Okay,
2: uh don't come in this cloud, Mitch. Can you
3: magic him into being quieter?
0: Go back. No. You hear spoken with one human voice I from inside the closet. The cloud settles slightly, clearing. And a glow emerges from the closet. Hmm. You hear someone coughing. <coughs> Go back. <coughs> Go back.
3: Uh, <clears throat> Wait.
0: And a silhouette floats gently out at you all.
3: More ghosts?
0: Are you a ghost too, Mr. What's-Your-Name? Who are you? I am a name. <clears throat> the ghost clears its, head, its voice and uh, distills, condenses into a humanoid shape. And Dilton and Midge, it takes you a moment but you are able to make out the familiar figure of your old school janitor, oh, Mr. Svenson.
3: Mr. Svensson.
1: Mr. Svensson? Hi, I'm Sabrina.
0: Hey, Riverdale gang. It's uh, me, Ryan, your trapper keeper, uh, score tender, um, lore weaver, uh, tired fella, because... Uh, It's been a long day. We recorded this today, and now I edit it, and now it's past midnight, and I'm a sleepy fella, but I am excited to churn this out. I hope you liked listening to that, uh, experiment. That's part one of our Riverdale game, uh, Meet the Gang, the Game Gang, and, um, yeah, part two comes out next week, next Thursday. Uh, it is even slightly longer. I'm gonna go edit that now because sleep feels like a thing to do after podcasting. I should reprioritize, but in the meantime, um, Riverdale Game and Gang and Riverdale Show are uh filmed, recorded, etc., played on the unceded territories so of the Squamish, Musqueam, and Tsleil Waututh nations. uh, Special thanks to Patreon, to uh, Mike and the crew, uh, the Thundercrack folks. And uh, special thanks to Andrew and Faralith for playing along today and uh, in next week's episode. And, um, yeah, stick uh, around, come back, uh, hear how we resolve the wrath of Svensson. Um Spoiler, it's not like i expected it to be resolved at all but there we go see you next week gang